Super Talk Mississippi media production. Whether you're looking to start a career with no student loans or change careers to land one of the happiest jobs in the world, yep, that's construction, Build Mississippi can help. Visit buildmississippi.com to learn why a career in the trades deserves another look. buildmississippi.com. Your future is waiting. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Joe Spragans. He's doing such a great job at the Department of Marine Resources. And we're about to go to Jeff Duncan. And just, just a quick reminder, we had to actually move the schedule around a little bit because of the COVID situation and the important conversations with Glenn East from Gulfport School Systems and Lee Bond, the CEO of Singham River Health Systems. We were originally planning to have that show aired today, but it was such critical information in that they're hitting new records of hospitalizations, et cetera, and the, and the, and the type of decisions that are having to be made in the school system right now. We played that on Monday. So just playing today. He's actually at Saints training camp. Things are happening fast and furious there, but... First of all, you're now officially no longer with the with the athletic, but you're officially with NOLA.com and the Times Picayune. How does it feel to be sort of home? Yeah, it's back to the future, Ricky. It's, it's really fun to be back uh, in the fold, hopefully writing above the fold in the newspaper and be back with so many of my former colleagues from our days at NOLA.com. And so great to be able to stay in New Orleans and cover the great sports scene we have here all over the Gulf South. So I I'm, I'm, could not be more excited about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for you. As I've said before, for people who may not have heard this, Jeff, uh, things were happening at the, at the Athletic that might have caused Jeff to actually leave New Orleans. And he leaving New Orleans is just not an option for Jeff, given that he's covered the Saints longer than anyone on history. He's written numerous books about the Saints. He's on the NFL uh, Hall of Fame Selection Committee. He's a New Orleanian. I mean, he's not from New Orleans, but man, you might as well just call him a. a, a, a it's in your DNA now, isn't it, buddy? Matter of fact, my debut column that I wrote this week uh, basically said that. You know, not knowing that I would be spending the rest of my life here, but I can't imagine uh, living anywhere. I, I say New Orleanian. Uh, we've talked about my love for the Gulf Coast uh, in Mississippi. Definitely going to consider all this area my home. I, I can't imagine living outside of this area. It's a wonderful what, place to live. And sports-wise, it's an amazing place to cover sports. It is a great place to cover sports. And as every, everyone knows, you, you're sort of a horse racing expert. You cover LSU. You kind of do it all. But you, uh, you, and we won't go into this now because I want to really get to, to training camp, but you have such a strong understanding of the Gulf South. The Saints have such a strong understanding of the Gulf South from, you know, over into Texas all the way to the Florida Panhandle, that this is an area that it draws from, and they have strong, strong Saints fans here and, and Pelicans, I might add. And then, uh, you know, you that's one of the reasons why you want your voice to be over in coastal Mississippi, and we appreciate that. You're at training camp. The Wi-Fi signal there is kind of a little bit screwy. We won't be doing this on a regular basis, but why don't you kind of give me a sense? What's it feel like to be back in training camp? Well, this is my 22nd training camp, uh, Ricky, and I, I actually wrote about that. I mean, I've been to training camps in Mississippi and Thibodeau, Louisiana, and White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, and up in Jackson when they camp at Millsaps College. 
so I've been to all the camps and it's always the same there. Everybody's filled with optimism. Uh, hope is always beckoning. Uh, hurt yet, really, seriously. Everybody thinks they're going to the Super Bowl. So it's an exciting time. Just got off the practice field talking to Sean Payton. He's really fired up. Uh, I think he thinks better than everyone outside the building thinks. And that's always a good thing. So we'll just have to out. But um, early in camp, uh, they've had a break as far as weather's concerned. It has oppressively hot like we normally have this time of year. The last two days, there hasn't hardly been a climb, but the low pressure that came through has made it kind of bearable for, for our standards here. So I'm interested to see once they get through this first week of dog days, how the execution you know, is is affected, if it is affected, once they start getting tired legs and such. So much to talk about. And, of course, every day we're reading about the quarterback competition that you and I have talked about for months now. But, man, it's head-to-head, isn't it? Yeah, there's really nobody in that race that's stood out so far. Uh, no one has been terrible. No one's been great. It's just been right down the middle. Some days one quarterback's a little bit better than the other, but it's not so uh, the, the advantage is not distinct enough to say someone's a front runner. And I think this thing's going to go down the wire uh, right now. Uh, talking to the coaches, that's not a big concern for them. They think this team is good enough that whoever gets the quarter between those two, they'll be good enough to win games because they've got enough talent around to be successful. Taysom Hill came into training camp a little bit, a little bit leaner, and I mean, super focused. He 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 was clearly not focused on being this muscle man utility guy. He came in ready to be quarterback, didn't he? That's a great point. So does Jameis Winston. He looks lighter. He went to a plant-based diet a couple of years. Both these guys look very light on their feet. Taysom, of course, was having to play that kind of high trades role where he had to be a tight end at times so he needed to be bigger and now concentrating on quarterback he looks much lighter as does Jameis Winston uh, both have shown flashes of really big time talent which we've seen uh, last. but then there's those little hiccups around the way where you're kind of scratching your head and I think that right now there's a lot of new faces on both sides of the ball we're still really early in camp they've only had a couple of full pads. So, you know, let's let's wait before we start really evaluating these guys really early. Jeff, you are seeing something that we didn't see a lot with Drew Brees. They've been they've been willing in practice to really show their boom in arms, haven't they? Yeah, the deep ball is going to be back part of this offense and I tell you the guy that is really out right now, Ricky, is Marquez Callaway. Uh he has had a great camp so far much more confident. Uh, he is emerging as a player in this offense, and he role this year. Even with the Mike Thomas setback, uh, I think the receiving core is not the biggest concern of this coaching staff at all. Uh, I think they feel confident that whoever's out there they've got, they're going to be able to produce. Well, he, you know, he had, uh, he had a really good year last year aside from his injuries. And then you've got these young players that have been coming along that they've been high on. You've talked about them all along the way here. They're, so what you're saying is that uh, you continue, continue to see that progress and that the depth at receiver is looking pretty darn good. Yeah, Adam Troutman at tight end is going to catch a lot of balls. If you've got a fantasy team out 
I would draft Adam Troutman. And we know that the Saints like to throw the ball to the running back. Last year with Alvin Kamara, they're doing it again all camp right now. They've, they've moved Ty Montgomery, a veteran running back slash receiver. They've moved him almost full-time now to receiver. In the wake of the situation with Mike Thomas, they need a little more depth out there. So we're going to see Ty Montgomery, who's an all-around athlete. He's going to concentrate at receiver along with Deontay Harris. Uh, Marquez is getting a ton of reps as the number one receiver right now. Uh, that's how good he and I don't think anybody saw that coming a, a week ago. He's just playing at a, another level than he ago. Wow, that's that's really good to hear. You know, Ty's actually been – they've been kind of high on this guy for, for a while now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they have. And I think this takes the player to have some a few days of practice where they get their comp. And we've seen that with Callaway. And, look, they signed veteran Chris Hogan. He's going to be, I think, a – He's going to make this team, but he's played a lot of football in New England at a high level, Super Bowl teams. So he's a good addition to the locker room. And right now there's a lot of good young defensive linebackers uh, are playing, making plays every day in camp. Uh, so I think their linebacker core has got better depth. And we've seen some of these big men on the defensive line emerge. The room is the same concern that we've had and we've talked about, the cornerback position. Marshawn Lattimore, they've got to get that solved. It's not resolved right now, and they know. And so I think sometime before camp, you'll see them make a move of some type to address that position. That's a little scary, but I mean, again, we'll come back to defensive backs in a second. But um, they brought Quan Alexander back, but in the in the um, press conference where where um, where Sean Payton addressed Quan. He talked about how much he was liked by the team, how smart he was, how he knew the defense already, and so on and so on. But then he, you know, he sort of kind of qualified things a bit. And certainly, he talked about the injury and what is same same thing you've been saying, which is hard to come back from Achilles injury. They're going to take it slow and steady, but that he's seeing really good depth at linebacker. He feels pretty good about where linebackers were are. And then if Quine can come back and be anything like he was last year. Man, he was super positive about that. Yeah, I think the signing of Quan Alexander was not an indictment of the linebacker corps. Sometimes it could be portrayed that way, but they're very high on the, these young linebackers. Was another opportunity to get a good football player in the building, and he's kind of lanyard. If he comes back from that Achilles uh, tear, they've got another athletic linebacker. He's not that old. But he's just had so many injuries and he can't stay healthy. But he's a very popular locker room. And Demario Davis loves playing beside him. He brings energy to the whole defense. An area that I think has been bolstered here. And we had a lot of question marks a couple weeks ago, but I think they're very satisfied with right now. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting, uh, you know, reading about the perceptions of the defensive play so far, and we'll we'll talk about the first round draft choice when we come back from break. But so much to evaluate. Such a dynamic time of the year for the Saints as we start, especially this year as we sort through what's the depth going to be, what the quarterback situation going to be. We even got we even brought another running back in. We'll cover all that when we come back from break. We'll see you in, in just a second. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. We are lucky here on Coast View to have the opportunity to spend time with Jeff Duncan from NOLA.com and the Times Picayune, the man who wrote the book. Peyton and Breeze, the men who built the greatest offense in NFL history. And, you know, he's at he's at training camp as we speak. Not such a great Wi-Fi signal, but I think it's good enough for, for the show. Uh, actually, we had a little bit of a delay starting the show because who were you spending time with? Yeah, I was talking, spending some time with who is spending time himself with CBS Sports, a good friend of mine, Pete Prisco, for a long time. And once Sean and Pete get together and start exchanging stories. I mean, I think they might still be out there talking, but that's part of the fun part of training camp right now. Uh, everyone is, like like Dennis Green said years ago, everybody starts in the valley, and we're all trying to climb the mountain, and there's a lot of optimism right now, and we're seeing it in the league, and we're seeing it right now in Saints camp. So what do you, uh, come back to defensive line for a second, uh, what do you see in our first-round first draft pick? Well, actually, uh, he's playing very well as far as rushing the passer. If he gets, I mean, there's two parts of the game, and it's going to take him a while uh, to defend the run at the NFL level and put on the strength and the weight it's going to take. But the passer, he's going to play. He's going to play early because he can get after the quarterback. Uh, he's made early. And I tell you, Ricky, one of the things that stands out about this team right now is the height of Ben's. Peyton Turner, 6'6", Marcus Davenport, 6'6". They have another uh, Ben they brought in from Kansas City, Tano. I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name. I'm terrible at this. Seven. Right now, Cam Jordan is the shortest defensive end I think they have in the rotation. And he's four. So they've got some towering defensive ends. I think they're going to bat down a lot of balls at the line of scrimmage. And that is an area that I think is a strength right now, assuming they all stay yeah, so, okay, so Saints brought in another running back. Yeah, Devontae Freeman, a guy that Saints fans are very familiar with from his years and big games against the Saints. They were very familiar with him, and that was a, as a, almost a domino of Mike Thomas situation. When Mike Thomas underwent surgery and was not going to be available to start, they had to address the wide receiver uh, position. They moved Ty Montgomery, the veteran number back, to wide receiver that left a hole in the backfield. And Devontae Freeman's very similar set to uh, Ty Montgomery, a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield, more of a third down, an emergency guy in case either Latavius Murray or uh, goes down, but a guy that's played a lot of football at a high level in the NFL. So it's good to have a guy that's got skins on the wall as your number three back uh, in that role. You got to feel pretty good about where we are at running back, though. I mean, come on, man, it's it's looking pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, and look, if if Jameis Winston wins the starting job, being that number, I mean, he'll be back to that gadget role. I think they're that's the strength of this team is their offensive line, their backfield, and the running game. That's something they know they can. And I think they're going to be another top ten rushing offense, assuming everyone stays healthy and. Is poised. I mean, he looks terrific, uh, as he always does. Uh, he's clearly the biggest team right now with Mike Thomas sideline and Drew Brees not here. Uh, this is Alvin Kamara's show. 
and he's feel you know you he's he looks healthy. Oh, and he he's getting that days off already. What has he been in the league four years? <laughs> he's already earned that of getting days off at practice uh, because of what he's accomplished. And I think that's smart. Backs. That's a collision position. They don't need to take any more blows. Keep those legs. And I think they're going to lean on him heavily, especially with the quarterback situation, until it resolves it. Uh, that, that throwing the ball to the tight end, to the running backs, I think is going to carry this offense. Yeah, so really early in the training camp, someone said that they were, you know, I think they were doing some some dump-off passes or whatever, and he took a run and just, just went crazy. And the, I don't even remember who I was reading at the time and said that, you know, it was an immediate reminder early, early in the in the uh, training camp that that he's a stud. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, uh, there was a pass where they dumped it off to him, and Pete Warner, the key running back from Ohio State, was manned up with him and came up in the open field to try and tackle him, and he got out of his shorts by Alvin <laughs> Kamara. I mean, he didn't even touch him. And Pete Warner's a good tackler, but I mean, no chance. That's a mismatch that, that the Saints will take every time. And that's the fun camp. We talk about it at practice every day. Every good play, uh, because your own teammates, can be looked at as a bad play by the other side of the ball. So uh, it's the full glass half empty approach. When you see a, a big long pass play on offense, that's a same torch. So uh, sometimes you have to know who it is and, and the matchup make your evaluation because it is uh, Saints against Saints out here. Well, we're coming down to less than a, a minute left. Any any concerns you see so far on injuries? Oh, well, Traquan Smith went down the other day, and he hasn't returned to practice. That's a disappointment not for him. He's a guy they really expect to have a big season, and he's been hurt a lot. Years. This is a big year for him. He knows it. He was in great shape. Looked like he pulled up with maybe a hamstring. Doesn't sound too serious, so that's the good news. But that's the main one that's happened so far, and that's bad right now, considering a week into camp. Yeah, I heard Peyton say that um, you know they're they're injured, but none of none of the none, anything nothing that he's currently looking at looks like it's going to be anything long term. So let's hope that's the case. Yeah, the biggest issues have been suspensions and, and issues with Mike Thomas not being here to start the season because of the surgery. David Onyemata is going to miss six games. Deontay Harris, we don't know what's going to happen. Marshawn Lattimore, the concern right now. That's a lot of attrition with key players right now. But other than that, health-wise, not that bad. It's looking pretty good. Hey, listen, Jeff, thank you for joining us as usual. We'll see you on Friday. We'll be back to Friday's uh, this week. So I uh, look forward to talking to you later this week. Grab me. I'm Ricky. Talk to you next week, buddy. Okay, buddy. Take care. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.